Hey guys, Manny Alvarez from the student section report. You're noticing our votes have been going crazy in our page. 85,000, 175,000 votes. This would be a perfect time to be the official sponsor of the student section buzz here at the student section report. Go ahead and message us on our website, on our social media accounts, student sec rep, S-T-U-D-E-N-T-S-E-C-T-R-E-P on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll talk business and you can be the official source of the student section buzz. These students go on these web on the voting website over and over and over again and vote nonstop, meaning they'll see your advertisement over and over again, as well as the articles about student session of the week, the watch list, as well as the podcast uh, links. So go ahead, take advantage of this and be the official sponsor of the student session craze. Guys, welcome back. Episode 39, the student section report podcast. I am Manny Alvarez, your host. Our filling co-host is back, Bannon Clark. Bannon, thanks for being on, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. It's glad to be back. How are you doing? Doing pretty good, man. Uh, we'll talk more about us in a few moments. We got our guests on right now. Segment two, we got a last-second replacement. They're coming back for the second time in probably a little over a month from Oklahoma, the Shy Took Red Nation. We'll talk about uh, what's been going on with them since the last time we talked to them. But we have our guest on right now from Louisiana. They're uh, one of the top five teams in the state, uh, which means I'm sure the student section is absolutely loving that. All the way from uh, Ruston, Louisiana, the Ruston Cowbox Crazies, we have Andrew Ellis and Cooper Kodak. Guys, thanks for being on. How's it going? Thank you. Glad to be here. Of course. Uh, let's just get the, the elephant out of the room. Uh, obviously, we're all, we've all been dealing with COVID for a while. Uh, my father passed away in the summer over COVID, so it's been tough on our side, but... Uh, it's been tough for, for everyone, uh, uh, coast to coast. How have you guys handled the COVID situation, not just, you know, in school or student section wise, but like your social life as well? Uh, for school, um, we've been having to go every other day. Um, so either at school two or three times a week, um, that's just an adjustment rather than going every day face to face. Um, and socially, um, we live in a small town, um, so there's not a whole lot to do. Uh, as it is, and just with COVID and um, everything going on. Um, just... All right, well, you guys are talking about you guys are in a small town in Louisiana. What's the population size looking like over there? How small are we talking? Because Manny and I, we do have to talk to a lot of schools, of course, but a lot of them do seem to be small towns, of course, just all, all around the United States. And as you know, we've gone the, gone the transfer from California to all over the United States. But uh, what's the population size looking like over there? Um. I think we have about we have about twenty thousand in our town, so it's it's not. Uh, I mean, it's not too small. There's um, still like we have like a few like shopping places to shop and like. Some, it's also a college town. Yeah, we too. have a college town. Um, Where are you guys right off of? What college? Uh, Louisiana Tech University. Okay. Um, but then there's also just a lot of bigger cities in Louisiana. Um, with a, a lot more going on, so. Of course. Um, right now, you guys are three now. Uh, you guys just uh, manhandled, uh, hold on uh, from uh, Shreveport, 50 to 20, and, you know, you take care of airline. Navelle's a close one, but um, is this a program that, that's kind of consistent with, like, is, is it got a win tradition that you guys are kind of used to? Yeah, the past couple of years, we've been very consistent um, going to the semifinals and the quarterfinals for the past five or six years, three or four. Yeah, um, back in back in like the 80s and 90s, um, 
we were really good um, winning state championship. And in 1990, we won a national championship. Um, but then um, after that, uh, they weren't doing um, too great. Um, but recently in the past few years, like Cooper said, we've been um, pretty, pretty consistent um, with like winning some playoff games, um, making some runs, um, but no, nothing really too special. Um, so maybe this year uh, we can make something happen. So with COVID and everything, and obviously you talk about the success of your program, what, um, what's the capacity of fans that you guys can have at games? Are you guys doing something different other than having fans at the stadium? Well, we have the awesome opportunity of going to Grand Lake State University, which is right down the road, and they're opening their facility up for us and letting everybody get in. So, Yeah, so uh, Grand Lake State is a university um, probably about five miles down the road uh, from our town, um, and they're just – they let us use our their fields and their locker rooms and just their all their facilities. So we don't have a capacity – um, like a max capacity, um, but I'm pretty sure that it's 25%. But since they're a really big, they have a pretty big stadium, um, there's really, really anybody can come. That's a big, uh, it's an HB, uh, HB program, um, HBC program. Yeah, Grambling yeah. City. Um, I was looking at the names. Yeah, I, I forgot. Burt Jones went there. He played in the back in the day, and they called him the Rustin Rifle. I'm a big NFL historian nerd, but uh, <laughs> a notable alumni. Um, and then you got Kyle Williams, who graduated uh, a year or two before me. But um, you guys have a game on Friday at home uh, against Arcandia. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, but what's your game plan when you come in on a Monday? Like saying, hey, we're, we're playing this team. This, this is our theme. Let's get, you know, the posters or props. And you know, what's what's the plan when you guys come in? And also, you guys probably have volleyball games or soccer games in between. Well, this is a big week. Uh, it's number one versus number two in the state of 5A. So, Yeah. Um, basically, uh, we just – we put posters up around the school um, and we promote through social media. Um, through Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Snapchat, um, telling people um, to dress up and get to the game. And this week is actually our first week of going back to school every day. So uh, just about the whole student body is there. Um, so we're doing some more things on Fridays. Uh, I'm pretty sure Friday morning um, we're doing, they're doing like kind of a walkthrough pep rally type thing um, at the front of the school. Um, so as people come into the school, um, we'll have the cheerleaders out there cheering and uh, the drum line um, and just just promoting the game, uh, get the atmosphere um, a little more normal. So even before COVID times, I know it's pretty common. It's not so common. I'm from California, so it's not so common to have pep rallies every week for a football game. Is that how it is back at your guys' school? Every Friday, you guys are getting the pep rally, got the cheerleaders, everyone's going, getting hyped for the game. Oh, absolutely. It's a great atmosphere. Um, so basically, um, before COVID, we'd have pep rallies every Friday. Um, have the cheerleaders and band. Uh, everybody would dress up for a, as a theme. Uh, and we'd have games and music. That was just a good time to uh, set the atmosphere for the game that night. Definitely so even talking, speaking of atmospheres, I'm going to talk about my favorite part of before football games is the tailgating. 
you guys got to tell me, is there any tailgating before the games, any camaraderie right before? How do you guys walk, prepare? Obviously, we talked about preparing for a game. You guys get ready for that. But do you guys all walk in as a group together? Is it just kind of first come, first serve? How do you guys, do, how do you guys approach that? Um, it's, it's mainly uh, like a first come, first serve kind of deal. Um, we don't really have a spot that, to tailgate. Um, even though we have like a, a few times before, um, but it's usually some of the like the leaders and uh, upperclassmen get get to the game a little early, and um, like either if they need to set some stuff up or um, just talk to the team a little bit while they're warming up, um, just again set the atmosphere for game day. You know, you said you talk to the team. You know, to kind of get them going. Do you do your homework on these opponents and like try to rattle them? Like, let's say, you know, you found out, you know, uh, the quarterback and his girlfriend broke up or oh, there's a hundred percent. Have they reacted? Cause I just, I thankfully Facebook reminded me last year, I was at a game where the serve at asylum in all boys Catholic school was rattling the defensive back from Jay Sarah and the defensive back. Look at the, looked at the student section, just kind of like, all right, you, you got me. Like kind of gave him kudos. Have you no, ever gotten that with the other team? Like for a second, we'll take a timeout and just like kudos, and then like goes back, goes back to his, uh, his assignment. Oh yeah, and especially since we, um, especially when we play teams uh, from around here, because um, we play people from anywhere from twenty minutes away to five hours away. Um, so especially if we um, know some stuff about them, uh, we call them out. Um, just try to get in their head a little bit. Um, it's fun for us, and then it's also just a way to make them think about us rather than the game. Now we're talking about it. I always ask this question. Manny knows I'm going to ask this question. Have you guys ever, because I used to do, I was a student section leader myself back at Aztec army, but did you guys, have you guys ever gotten in trouble or maybe crossed the line here and there? Maybe your administration got involved. Cause that's a serious question. Cause I, that's happened to me before. Not nothing, anything too crazy, but I know that can happen in the, in the hype of the game and everything. Has that, have you guys ever gotten in trouble or maybe like calm it down a little bit, you know, calm it down a little bit. Um, for football, not as much, um, just because it's a louder atmosphere. Um, but I have had, um, teachers and administration like threaten us with things like if they let us uh, use one of their megaphones or like a speaker or something um, they're always like hey now you can't say anything inappropriate <laughs> but um, Cooper why don't you talk a little bit about other sports sometimes. yeah okay so baseball is a big thing at Ruston and we have a giant student section there for baseball and we've had a couple incidents there where the baseball players talk back a little water on them or something, you know. Gets everybody going a little that bit. That brings back my. I played baseball at a high school, and I, we had our student section show up, and they were oh, very yeah. inappropriate. Like our athletic director just looked. Like I would see from the dugout, the athletic director was looking at the student section, shake his head, and turn around. But uh, I'm not going to say what they said. It's inappropriate. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean. You also, I mean, I'm sure you guys are trying to keep the student section alive, you know, before you leave, just to kind of make it so that way you're proud of it, you know, years later. I'm sure that's what Bannon is thinking about uh, the, the Aztec Army and, and, you know, been so Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. How do you get that going with the freshmen? I know a lot of freshmen are still, they're barely out of junior high. They're still in their shell. Um, they don't want to embarrass themselves. But really, when you're part of the student section, you have to make, you have to embarrass yourself. You have to do a little while. Oh, what do you do to kind of get them going? 
Well, you really just have to try and include them, you know. Just say, you know, freshman, you know, chant. Yeah, uh, I'll say one thing um, that we like to do is, especially before like a big, like either the first game of the season or like the first really big game where we need everybody out there, um, is I always like to go over the different cheers that we're going to do um, and like how many times we're going to do them and kind of give them the rundown of what's going to happen throughout the night. Um, Cause they're like, there's nothing like, um, like our, our players say that like, there's nothing like it when there's the student section is hype and into the game. Um, so we just kind of include everybody. Um, and then we always try to get some uh, younger, younger people, um, a few people that we see who could lead in the future um, and kind of take them under our wing as we go. Now, uh, like I mentioned, you had uh, three games. Two of them were kind of blowouts. And normally during a blowout, the student section's like, all right, this is getting boring. Let's go, you know, to a party. Let's go to, you know, to go get a, get a bite to eat before, you know, it starts packing up. I mean, what do you guys do when it's a blowout, you know, and try, you know, you're, you're trying to keep the student section going, even though it's it's starting to get, become a snoozer? <clears throat> I'll say our first game, um, it was away. And even though it was a blowout, um, it was the first game. And we didn't know if we were going to even have football season this year. Um, and it was a way. So we're just uh, really trying to um, get everybody hype there. Um, and since it's a way, you know, everybody there wants to go crazy. Um, and then at the at the home game that was we had this past week, it was our homecoming game. Uh, it was kind of a blowout. Um, you just kind of got to, like, make it a fun atmosphere. Um, but you can't get them burnt out. Like, you can't do something every single time something happens. Um, but, like, when there's a big play or a big moment, um, just get everybody yelling because um, it, it does end up firing up the team. Now, well, obviously talking about blowouts, and as a student section leader, do you get, even if it is a blowout, let's say if it's 56 nothing all around, do you get, like, offended at all? Or do you, like, do you get annoyed when people leave? Or are you kind of in agreement with them, like, man, I kind of want to leave right now, but I have to take care of this entire student section? Well, I would say that, like, not offended, of, more like annoyed. I think you want to have the same crowd, of course, regardless of the score, you still want to have the same crowd because I used to be that way too. So I kind of got a little annoyed about that, but it could be it's totally different from people. Maybe you're in agreement with it, or maybe just in general, you're just like, come on now, like just stay, stay, finish, you stay from start to finish. Well, like I was saying, um, most of the most of the crowd likes to wait on the uh team and we all take pictures after the game and everything. That's always a big thing after so. Most people wait. Yeah, I would say um, if, if it's like some underclassmen or people who are just like there um, and aren't really participating as much and they leave, um, then like I'm kind of okay with that. And also I don't like, honestly, I'm not really paying attention to uh, all those people um, at the time. But if there's like um, upperclassmen or people who like are usually really into the game and they start leaving early or like stop chanting or something, um, that kind of yeah, that's definitely big. Yeah, that, that's a little annoying. Yeah. Now, um, we're brand new to this game, obviously coast to coast, and we were doing team session of the week. Um, our next guest actually, I think, won it twice, but uh, we're taking I'm taking a break from that because I'm I'm just burned out. I'm trying to do all these watch lists, and I think when I did the watch list Louisiana, I, you guys immediately kind of uh, um, followed us, and I think that's why we're here right now. Mm-hmm. But what other student sessions have, in Louisiana have you guys maybe looked at and said, you know what, like 
if, if we can be like them or, you know, if we're, we're in that same level as them, we're, we're a good student section. I mean, is there other student sections that we should look out for outside of you guys? Um, I would say Catholic High. They're all boys school. Definitely a giant student section. Giant students, school spirit. Yeah, um, also Bird, um, they're about an hour away from us. They, uh, I went to one of their games last year, um, and they had a ton of people, um, and it was crazy. Um, but also, uh, I just kind of like to set, like, set the own pace for ourselves. Um, like, if if we're doing, if we're doing the most we can, um, and what we're allowed to do, um, with the people we have. Um, then I'm 100% proud of that. Um, and I know there are a lot of other student sessions that I've looked at whenever. Uh, I know last year we played um, East Ascension, Zachary, and Dutchtown in the playoffs, and they all had really good student sections too. Um, so it's, it's really just kind of a big deal um, around, like in Louisiana, um, that like if you have a football team, um, you're probably going to have a good student section to go along with it. Now, how's your basketball team? Because, I mean, the right after football's over, the basketball student section is the next big thing. I know sometimes it could be soccer. Um, but, I mean, I mean, how do you guys adjust from that? I mean, I'm hoping the basketball team is just as good. Yeah. Um, well, our, our basketball team um, isn't, isn't the best right now. Um, we're kind of figured with the long pause. <laughs> yeah, about the long pause right there. It's a work in progress. Yeah, it, it's uh, we've had a few rebuilding years. Um, we've we've tried to get some stuff going, um, and it sometimes is good, but other times we just kind of sit there and hang out. Um, and also, it, it, it's hard. Um, you can't really cheer a lot um, or talk to the other team when you're losing. Um, but like I mean, there's said, like, this basketball team like getting champions. torn apart right now. Oh my gosh. There's always been a you know, let's play football chant, so. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> um, but like we said earlier, um, our other big thing is baseball. Um, we're always pretty good at that, and um, we uh, back up our trucks to the right field line, um, and we're standing right there, yelling the whole time. Great atmosphere. It's a great atmosphere too. Um, but we we do. We do wish that we could uh, bring back some basketball and other sports as well. So you guys don't even sit in the stands. You guys just sit like behind the outfield in your trucks. Right. That's yeah. Right. We, 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 yeah. It's right next to the dugout, like uh, on the foul line. That's pretty sick. <laughs> so you guys yeah. got like the you guys got like the Craig. You guys got like the grill and everything. Like how are you guys like? You got, oh, like, tell you, like, oh yeah. Out there in right field. What's the we deal? The we have the grill. We've got everybody music playing. It's it's pretty great. That has to be an elite spot in right field. I feel like I, I'm just going to state the obvious. I guarantee you there's a ton of heckling coming from that right field side. Oh, oh yeah. Guarantee. I played right field in high school, man. That poor right fielder. Imagine <laughs> imagine if you were that right fielder too, man. Either, like, getting heckled by these guys. I don't know I don't know if you would survive it. I'm going to be honest with you. They seem like they know their stuff. They maybe get the Especially, the ball, especially if A, a ball rolls past me, or B, they know the history of me in high school. They'd go after me. But uh, <laughs> guys, um, we're almost out of time. And thank you for being on. Uh, I just want to get one quick question before we uh, let you guys go. So my, our, our actual uh, co-host, Chris Hume, is from the South. He loves Waffle House. And uh, I am here from California. There's no such thing as Waffle House over here. The nearest one is over by Arizona State, which is seven hours from me. 
Have you a have you guys had In and Out and B would you go would you trade Waffle House for In and Out? Ooh, okay, I've had In and Out um, two or three times. I went to California a few summers ago, um, and it was it was really good. Um, I don't know, it, it's it's so different. Um, you you almost can't compare them, but it's also that uh, I don't know in like a smaller southern town. Um, Waffle, Waffle House is just kind of a vibe. Um, just after, especially after a football game um, or late night. Yeah, and we do go to after every football game to the Waffle House. So that's you guys' place is Waffle House. That's, that's pretty is. much the next question that we're leading into because we always ask the bigger question. By the way, I was the person that started this question because of um, I was right. in the second episode. It was um, do you guys have any mom and pop shops or just like a local place that you guys go to? Obviously, now you're saying Waffle House is the is the um, is the place you guys go to after games. There's, there's one little like local shop you guys go to or just like restaurant anywhere. Um, I say no. We either go to Waffle House or Whataburger um, after after football games and stuff. Any like non-chain restaurants like Chick-fil-A, like not not no disrespect, no Chick-fil-A, like Whataburger, like anything just like local. Um, I mean we have a lot of local restaurants, but we not not really anything that we like hang out at. Same basic. You know what? We don't have Whataburger here either. So um Whataburger is elite. It is in Arizona. It's it's elite. I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Perfect. I then I I might be going to Arizona pretty soon. I might have to hit up the Waffle House. Andrew Cooper, thanks for being on. I appreciate it, guys. Best of luck uh, with your student section. I mean, you guys have that big game on Friday. You said one versus two, and uh, I'll have to take a look at that uh, on social media. But uh, take care, guys. Be safe, and hopefully, hopefully we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Thank you so much. Pump, take care. Later. Hey guys, Manny Alvarez, Coach Chris Hume here from the student section report. Guys, we have been national and we've been hearing these student sections from coast to coast, seeing the best student sections over in Maine, Florida. We obviously know about Southern California. Soon we'll see from from Washington all the way to Michigan and, and, and Minnesota. Guys, go to our website, studentsectionreport.com. Check out the watch list. Check out our links to our podcasts. And most definitely, go ahead and vote for the student section of the week in your state. Keep voting as much as you can. If you're stuck in line at, at the grocery store, go ahead and vote as many times as you can. If you're stuck, you're stuck in line at the DMV or you're just bored at school, man. Go ahead and go to your phone, vote, reload the website, vote again, vote as many times as you can for your school or your favorite school. If we're missing you guys out, go ahead and message us. Let us know, hey man, you're missing out on us. I mean, what a great opportunity to vote. What a great time for sponsorship as well, Chris. Yeah, man, I'm so excited. I mean, I know the other states that we've been into, Georgia, Tennessee. Uh, I mean, like, th those guys are, like, so crazy. Oklahoma, man. We've got a lot of different states that have been on the show, and we still need to explore more. So we're looking forward to hearing from you. I mean, just already in our few first few episodes of season two, we've hit the 85,000 vote mark. We've hit the 175,000 vote mark. I mean, that's insane. I mean, could you imagine? I would love to hit 250,000, quarter of a million votes in one week. That would be, I mean, un, I would be astonished. I mean, just in, in the short amount of time. So uh, we're growing and we want you to grow with us. So, hey, Manny, I mean, I don't know about you, but do you think we can hit that quarter million vote in one week? 
Absolutely. And if we do that, I mean, this is a perfect time to be a sponsor. So go in and sponsor us. They'll see your advertisement on our website when they vote over and over and over again, and they'll see your sponsorship. You can be the official source of the student section craze that's growing and growing now, now that we're going coast to coast. So uh, a win-win for everyone all around. Go ahead and check it out, studentsectionreport.com. Be our sponsor and go ahead and vote as many times as you can and listen to our podcast. We'll see you out there on the sidelines. Peace! Guys, welcome back. Episode 39, Student Section Report Podcast. I am any other place, your host, Benny Clark, filling in once again as a co-host. Guys, we uh, just finished talking to the Rustin Catbox, Catbox Crazies from Louisiana, one of the top teams in, in Louisiana. Now we're going to be bringing back another student section. This is the second time we've had this um, done before. I think we had the Edison Mess of Huntington Beach on twice last year. Um, but yeah, last time we talked to them, there I think they were three and one. I'm not, I don't remember. It was not too long ago, but uh, they only dropped one since then. But uh, back on from Oklahoma, the sky took red nation. We got Ryan Crater back on and he's brought in Josh Taylor and hopefully in a few moments, Layla Haley. Uh, guys, thanks for being back on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. I appreciate it. You know, uh, yeah, well, yesterday we had a student section drop. They game change and they couldn't make it. And, and you guys uh, jumped right in. Um, first off, I think last time when we talked to you, uh, I think it may have been right before the president was diagnosed with, with coronavirus. And then people started getting it left and right. I've had a couple of good friends of mine already get it again. Um, and one of them were hoping she is negative by Sunday because we're going to a haunted, a haunted house um, <laughs> and she's got her tickets. But anyway, um, you know, how has there been any adjustments as far as the, the, the rise? Or have you guys been kind of maybe just a little precautious and, you know, hopefully, you know, to avoid a possible cancellation of the season, Lord forbid, if the numbers risen, it seems like the numbers haven't really risen that bad, but have you guys, do you guys have any, you know, like slight adjustments from, from, you know, the beginning of the month? Uh, we had, we had a pretty, like we had a pretty bad outbreak recently and a lot of our school got quarantined. So that took a number because once you're quarantined from our school, you cannot go to any like activities outside of school that, so we kind of got shut down. And our student section numbers went way down. But other than that, then we don't really have any more adjust uh, or adjustments to the student section or anything like that. Our football team, our football team just got back from quarantine as well. So it's been pretty yeah. crazy over here. I see you guys. Wow, they had a Thursday game and then a Monday game. So I see that's why they lost to Cleveland. I mean, you only had like three days <laughs> to re recover and get ready for the next opponent. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad deal. And we had. We had like 19 kids that were ineligible from quarantine because they just didn't do their work. So we were like way down on our football numbers. And it was just a, it was a terrible game. Wow. Um, very tough. But I mean, um, thankfully, you guys are, are kind of somewhat back to, some, to the norm. And you guys got a game on Friday against uh, Bristow. Um, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> and and, and uh, the, the scariest part is you don't want the season to be called quits. I think in Alaska, they just finished off the season. That's it. No playoffs, which sucks. But um, anyway, you know, um, back to normal, you know. So as far as, I mean, it's one of the situations we haven't talked about, you know, what happens when you like lose the majority of your student session because you have to go quarantine. I mean, how do you guys adjust to get ready for that game in order to get your team rowdy? Especially, I mean, damn, two games in, in five days. I mean, that's, that's brutal. Yeah, it's kind of hard because like last week we played at Grove, which that was two hours away. So our student section – 
numbers were way down there. And then Cleveland was a little drive. So we were kind of down on our numbers there. And then on top of that, we had quarantine. So it's harder to get our student section into it because we're not as loud. So like, it's harder to like buy into it, if that makes any sense. So like, we kind of do our best. And like, as roughnecks, we kind of just, I mean, we just buy all into it. And we try to get the amount of kids we have at least to buy into it as well and get as loud as possible. But I mean, it's harder. It's definitely a difference. Now you guys talk about everything with uh, COVID-19 and I know it's been a really rough, I know it's been super rough and we always kind of start off these questions like this, man, you understand with COVID, I understand what you've been going through, but um, is the environment still like, is it still this, I'm not going to say the same as what it was before because we are going through a pandemic, but at all, do you guys still have that same energy like you would have last year? Just yeah, to for sure. continue to do good and be better. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think this year's student section is better than it has been in the past couple of years. And uh, it's kind of weird adjusting to COVID and then having a ton of people show up and then having not a lot of people show up these past two weeks because everyone's quarantined and stuff. So, uh, Which is incredible that you say that. I will say that is incredible that the fact you say that it is a better – you guys do have a better environment than you did last year because I know – with everything that we're going through, but I, I like that you guys do, but why would you say all of a sudden now, even with COVID and the restrictions and everything you guys are going through, why would you say out of all the times just now? Because that's a very, like, you don't hear that often, especially everyone's kind of sad. Everyone is going through things and we're just trying to survive. Uh, I think it's kind of like our leaders of the roughnecks that like me and Josh, for example, took over this year. And we kind of took it to another level and like we were tired of because we had our student section probably five years ago, like one I and mean, they won all types of stuff on the news and everything. So we saw them. We kind of based our student section off of them instead of the student section we've had in the past couple of years. So we kind of just like planned everything early, got everything in advance. And like for SkyTube, we're a smaller town. So we we didn't really have any like restrictions on COVID and how many, like how many people were allowed in the student section at the games and stuff like that. It was just mass required. So our numbers were still up like they have been in the past years. So we just, it's really just our leaders. I mean, we've kind of took, took ownership of this thing and brought us all along. You know, I'm uh, looking at the rest of your schedule. You got four more games. And it seems like you guys are trying to make up for that lost time. You guys got two, got another one where two games in five days, um, Monday and then Friday to end the year against um, uh, that same name we had last time, Ugala? Yeah, Ulaga. Ulaga. Oh, I got it right this time. Perfect. I, yeah. I think I booted the last time we talked to, <laughs> to you guys. And then uh, Wagner. Yeah, we have Wagner that Friday and uh, Ulaga on Monday. Yeah. That's our Both last games. week, too. Yeah, I mean, you have one on Friday. It's probably the first time you guys have home game in, what, about a month, I'm assuming? Um, it I feels mean, like plans, forever. Yeah, what, I mean, what are your plans to come back, come back to the – hopefully to the norm? I mean, big game to kind of get, you got, get you know, uh, Sky Took uh, back on track, but also kind of get back to norm as far as the Red Nation. Yeah, everyone's – from what I hear is everyone's pretty excited for this Friday game with uh, – you know, last week was an away game, and then we had the Monday game. Not a lot of people showed up, and then quarantine and stuff. So I think everyone's excited for another home game because our last home game was, was electric. Like, it was crazy. Everyone was getting into it. 
it was probably the most fun I've, I've ever had in a student section. And uh, I think everyone's ready for that again, especially after being quarantined and stuff. Everyone's uh, high energy. So oh, sure. now talking about student section and everything, I got to ask you guys, what is your favorite, your favorite theme for any game, whether that's just neon, blackout, whiteout, depending on your school's colors. What, what is your favorite or what has been your favorite? Uh, probably we have a theme called Rajap and it's like, a memorial after a guy named Roger Epton that passed away and he was just a great guy in our community. So mm. we take great pride in like supporting that and honoring his family at that game. And that's always been my favorite theme personally. I mean, we also have blackout, which is a very, like, it's also fun because it's Halloween type type themes. I mean, everyone has masks on and all of that. So that's always fun. And we throw, I mean, we throw neon powder and we just, it's fun. Like blackout's always fun, but Roger's the most like special theme to us. So that's probably got to be my favorite. Yeah. I remember we talked about that last time. That was, yeah, very, very touching. You guys uh, honor him. And I remember there was a photo of you guys and, and, and Roger's wife. Um, yeah. You guys rock in the purple paint, but uh, you know, um, I've been noticing the themes have been just kind of, I don't want to say basic, but they're all the same. You know, it's always eighties out neon beach, you know, uh, Danum Night, which is kind of one of those new ones that everyone's using. Have you guys thought about maybe going a little to the outside and thinking of something different? Like maybe uh, I haven't seen 90s Night, which I'm assuming is just ripped up jeans and flannel, which to be honest, that's kind of what everyone's wearing right now. But have you guys have thought like, let's find something unique that no, that no other student sections use as far as like a theme? Well, when we were going and picking themes, we thought about doing something like that and uh, going out there, but it's just really hard to get a whole bunch of people to buy into something that they haven't seen succeed. So like everyone knows that you're going to have a fun time at blackout and like uh, just beach, like beach theme and stuff and like frat night, everyone knows that those work. So it's hard to get people. People always complain whenever we try to put something new out there. So it's really hard to go out for us anyway. I mean, you could try 1780s and I just wear wigs and the britches and all that, but I don't know if that yeah. would be comfortable. Um, now, I, we were talking to the Rustin Catbox cat Crazies, uh, and obviously, you know, they're, they're, they're fantastic football-wise, and then we talked about their basketball season, their basketball team, and it was just like crickets. I mean, how do you guys adjust from, you know, once the season's over and then you got, you know, basketball i don't know what the the lineup is um after the fall season but i know there's always basketball soccer wrestling i mean what's what do you guys do uh, after uh, the fall season's over as far as uh, the season? after football we go on to basketball and wrestling and our wrestling team are back-to-back state champs so they bring out a big crowd and like jo- for example josh wrestles and i play basketball so we can't attend all the games we wish we could attend for basketball and and wrestling duels So we still have a lot of kids show up and there's always themes for that and everything like that. But our, our attendance is kind of down because like me and Josh are really the main ones that get everyone on board with the themes and like what time to show up like at this place or whatever like that. So we kind of, our attendance is down, but we still do have a pretty loud student section, especially at our wrestling, because like I said, they're back-to-back state champs. Now, uh, you were talking about, like, the what was it called? The Roughnecks, the, the yeah. leaders. Yeah. How I, – I don't know if we talked about it last time, but how does one become a Roughneck? Is it kind of like, uh, you know, 
Yeah, do you just look for like the next team captain of the well, team captain, I guess, in, in for the student section wise. But like, how how does that process work? As far as is it like a passing a torch kind of thing? Uh, yeah, kind of like for me, I've been a roughneck since I painted up with the roughnecks a little bit my freshman year and then my sophomore and junior year. So I was really one of the ones with the most experience. And then Josh has always shown really good school spirit and stuff like that. So once we got, we do a voting system to get the roughnecks and it has to be a 100% yes from everyone or they don't, they're not allowed to be a roughneck. And that's just how we've always done it. And, uh, so me and Josh kind of just took ownership of it really and just ran with it. And like me and Josh came out with our themes and what time we're going to meet here and all of our, I mean, all of our timing and like the thing, like, yeah, I mean, me and Josh really just kind of took ownership of the whole thing. And then we have Layla Haley, which I don't know where she's at. She, uh, she kind of takes ownership. Like me and Josh will take ownership of our roughnecks and then Layla will get all of her friends in the student section and all that on board. Now, when it's coming into game day, do you guys do um, do you guys do like any homework on these guys? Like, do you guys ever like have signs ready to go? Like, what's your guys' game plan, especially just for this? Like, coming into a game, I know Danny always asks the questions about football, volleyball. You have other games, but do you guys do your homework on these players? Whether it's talking about their girlfriends, whether it's just like you know maybe an Instagram post that they posted, maybe in middle school, just something like that. Oh yeah, we definitely have. We definitely like. Well, because we're like a small town and there's a bunch of small towns around us we play. So we'll know a lot of the kids and we'll know what goes on and all that. So we'll definitely go into the game. We'll make signs like adding that specific person and we'll have chance for that person. And we'll we'll call out everyone we possibly can, even if like we don't know the kid in the game. If he does something, we'll just stick onto that and just chant at him the whole game. Is there something unique you guys do student section wise? We're talking about again with the cat box crazies. They have a, they have like, uh, they park next to right field for baseball games in their trucks. Which I thought was insanely unique. Do you guys have some sort of unique thing? I mean, if, if anything close to that, that'd be sweet. But uh, I mean, do you have like some sort of odd thing for the, for uh, Red Nation? Yeah. So uh, before every game, our football is right next to a, a street. So we all load up in the bed of uh, the loudest guys trucks and we drive down the street waving the flags and stuff. And like Ryan has a train horn that's crazy loud. And uh, we do that and we get, make a couple of routes and then we'll go and then watch the game. So like we usually get there a couple minutes late because we're doing the trucks and I've never seen anyone else do that, but. When you said the horn, I, I used to have a truck with the odd horn thin. I used to just annoy people with, but uh I'm assuming that's the goal to kind of get everyone going. But uh, um, yeah, it's right behind the opposing fans too. So oh, even better if, if you're going yeah. to annoy anyone, you might as well get them. Um, now, as far as playoffs, I mean, what do you guys, do? You guys have anything in store as far as playoffs? Like, do you have themes already set to go for that, or I mean, what's what's the game plan with that for for football? Uh, we're just going week by week right now because. Our football team, uh, we got a pretty strong district right now. So once we get closer to the end of the season, then we'll just start slowly coming along. Because right now we're just trying to we're just we're just trying to prepare for every Friday. Which, due to quarantine, we're trying to prepare for every Friday and Monday. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's gonna be tough to get in when you got you know 
another set of five, two games in five days type thing. Um, as far as, um, I don't know if we talked about community and I know that we talked about the Raj up thing, but how has the alumni and the community reacted towards your student section? Uh, I, I know that some, some places they just kind of give you a pat on the back and that's it. But I mean, have they kind of given you props every week uh, as far as, you know, uh, you guys showing up and showing your spirit? Uh, so recently at the Raj up game, actually, we had a, uh, the, like the head guy that started the roughnecks showed up to our game and gave and congratulated us and said we were a pretty good student section. But other than that, our alumni hasn't really, they're not really there and they haven't really like gave us anything, any type of advice or props or anything like that. They're kind of just, they they were just in the student section. Once they graduated, they were out and they never came back. But I mean, that didn't really affect us because we just, I mean, not to about, not to sound like, like I'm bragging or anything, but like I said, we're probably the best student section we've had in the past four years. And you know what and I mean? was that in talking about, sorry, Mandy, my bad. <clears throat> oh, sorry. You did say that you guys, you are saying that you have the best student section in the last four years. Obviously, I know you guys probably have huge and high expectations to make that a, to make that a goal. But was that kind of expected coming in or was everyone kind of like, there's no way this student section is going to be that good? Because I like the confidence you have because it reminds me a lot of myself because we weren't that good of a student section. Manny knows this. I talk about this all the time. And then we came in and made it an insane student section, got to know Manny, and now I'm here. But you have a great confidence in it. Was this kind of expected for you to have that student section, or was everyone kind of doubting you? Um, coming into the season, I feel like everyone kind of had the same thought on it as, like, a couple of years. Uh, the first two games will be pretty loud, and then it just starts petering out after that. And uh, this year, I think we've uh, surprised a lot of people, especially in the high school. And everyone's having a blast at the game. Like every everyone's having fun. Even we're getting even like the middle schoolers into it and stuff. And uh, I don't think that a lot of people expected that this year because our student section hasn't been very good. So I like that you have the middle schoolers in there. It's kind of like a prep work to kind of get the, the future Red Nation going um, or future Roughnecks. Um, as far, you know, I, I've been burnt out, so we haven't had student section of the week last week or possibly this week. But for a while, you guys were up there. I mean, how's the reaction been? I mean, I know for some people it's like, okay, it's just a measly award. We're, we're not getting, you know, any, any prizes or anything. But, I mean, how's the reaction more of like, hey, let's see if we can be the top? Is it more kind of like trying to get that recognition around Oklahoma? Yeah, it's pretty – it's like we like winning it, and our whole school knows about it. And especially, I guess, last week – we beat the trap and that's they're from Collins, but that's our main rivals. So we were pretty proud of last week, the week before we were also pretty proud because that was our first time we've won anything in a while. So our like, I mean, we're, our school wasn't really all into it, but definitely our student section was pretty, we were pretty pumped for ourselves. It's kind of like if, you know, the football team getting a win, they care more about it than anyone else. And for you guys, you yeah. just care about them more than anyone else. Um, Exactly. I don't know if we talked about this last time, but I'll go to a game and I'll see the student section try to do a chant and the cheerleader, they step on the cheerleader's toes. They're trying to do like a cheer and, you know, or the band wants to play something and the cheer starts doing something. I mean, so every now and then I'll see people stepping on each other's toes. I mean, do you guys kind of keep stuff coordinated? And I know this year, I mean, I'm assuming the band probably can't go to the games because, you know, they're trying to 
limit the the, the attendance or possibly or possibly it's the other way around the cheer can't go to the games but normally do you guys coordinate with the band and the cheer so that way no one's stepping on each other's toes oh uh, yeah we really we're at, we have pretty good communication like our band our band are at all games and uh we don't really step on anyone's toes. I mean, like if the cheerleaders are chant, if the cheerleaders start a chant, we'll we we'll just go quiet and let them do their chant. If the band's playing, we'll go quiet and let them play. Or like if we're doing a chant, the band and cheerleaders will just let us do our chant. And then after we finish our chant, then they'll go on to what they need to do. Or the same for us, following up with their chants. So we really we don't we have pretty good communication between all well, of us three. You do talk about parents and you talk about uh, cheerleaders. Uh, well, not parents, my bad. Ben, that's just led into my next question. How has it been with the parents in the student section? Are they super supportive? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say there'd be any problems, but also how, how has the parent reception been for a student section like you guys? Um, just as far think, just an overall support, just overall support. I think uh, everyone really likes how loud we're being. Um, our town in the past has had a lot of good – school spirit i think the parents like hearing that again and uh i've heard nothing but good things about this year's student section like not too rowdy but we're loud enough you know uh no no really no real complaints or anything just positive feedback so that's good yeah i think i've heard a lot from parents or people on twitter saying you know some student sections don't really get into the game. They're just throwing a party out there. And really the goal is to have them be in the game and kind of go crazy when, you know, when needed. Um, and, uh, but anyway, you know, we're almost out of time. You guys think, thank you so much for being on again and kind of filling in the last second. Want to go back to a food question. I know we talked about this last time and we talked about Waffle House. Um, now I think last time you guys said you would pick in and out over uh, Waffle House, right? Yes, we did. As far as Waffle House, because uh, Bannon hasn't gone to Waffle House, and he lives like 10 minutes away. His, his dorm is 10 minutes away from one, and I might be going down to Phoenix in a, in a minute. What do we get at a Waffle House? I'm not for sure. I like – I mean, like, I'm just a waffle kind of guy, so I'm pretty basic at Waffle House. Yeah. Now, Josh, Josh, my, you have a different opinion? No, if I go to Waffle House, I'm getting waffles. I mean, it's kind of – It's kind of – In the brew, in the brew, yeah. <laughs> But around like around us, we have waffle houses, like I said, in Owasso, which is a big town, 20 minutes from us. But we also have an IHOP there. And IHOP is the main, like that's a bigger attraction than Waffle House. Waffle All right, real quick, button in. You talk about IHOP. IHOP or Denny's? What are we going with here? I asked this question. I'm going, IHOP I'm, or Denny's? I'm going with IHOP. I think I'm going with Denny's, honestly. Oh, we got a little difference. I like that. Hey. I like it. I mean, I'm going to go with Denny's because there's – it seems like IHOPs are really hopping away from uh, from Orange County. We don't, we don't see them that often here anymore. Um, plus, yeah, I already honestly, know I Denny's. Think IHOPs food's that good. I mean, I don't want to be that guy or anything. I'm going to have to disagree with you. IHOPs, <laughs> IHOPs pretty good. It's the first Never time we're debating outside of Waffle House. <laughs> um, guys, again, I, thanks thanks for filling in last second. I appreciate it. Maybe you guys will be the first uh, student session to be on three times. Who knows? Um, but, guys, uh, stay safe. You know, hopefully uh, you guys get back to normal and, and everyone's kind of precautious after after that that scare. And uh, hopefully, you know, guy took uh, – the football team is, uh, isn't is banged up too bad after the, the many games they're playing in, in, in such a short time. But, uh, yeah. guys, thanks for being on. Take care. Yeah, hey, thanks for having us. See you. Take care, guys.
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Coach Yom here at the Student Section Report. We're so excited that we're growing to national prominence. So we've seen a lot of different student sections from all over the country, not just Southern California and Northern California, but we're probably in your state and still growing. If you want more information, check it out online. Go to the studentsectionreport.com and you can see all the different happenings. We've got different voting going on. We've got different announcements. You can find all of our social media links. It's definitely amazing. And you know what? The big thing about voting is we want to be in your state. We want to see who is the best and the brightest and the most fiercest and most spirited student section. So go ahead and vote. If you see it there, hey, send us a message and tell us you're out there. We want to know, you know, if there's a school out there near you that we should come check out or that we should talk about or that we should contact. And maybe we can. That would be great. But if you know your other school and your school's already there, go ahead and vote for them for student section of the week. You can vote as many times. It's amazing. And we're looking for sponsors. So if you're in the local market, anywhere in the United States of America, we need you as a sponsor. We want to make sure that we continue to uh, brighten and uh, bless all the other students and schools that are out there in this world, but at the same time, give you the exposure that you need. So please contact us. If you're interested, we're interested as well. Thanks for sharing. Peace. Guys, welcome back to the third and final segment, episode 39, the Student Sexual Report podcast. Many other days, your host, Bannon Clark, filling in for Chris Hulme as uh, the co-host. Bannon, we uh, we pretty much were in the South tonight with with uh, with the Rustin Catbox Crazies, and and once again, the sky took a uh, red nation. Uh, first off, you know, let's talk to the, about the Catbox Crazies, one of the best football programs in the state, and apparently one of the best baseball programs in the state as well. Hopefully, ba- a basketball will catch up at some point. Yeah, but, um, yeah, routing football, but I mean, come me off guard when the whole you know truck <laughs> trucks next to right field cooking up. Uh, That's not a thing in California. I mean, I don't think it's possible for even uh, even at back at Palm Desert that we can go ahead and get a little Ford F one fifty in the right field area. I don't think we can even do that. But I mean, it was it was a difference in cultures for sure. Obviously, us being from California and you seeing all this. I mean, I wish California would be a able to have fans, but also for us to be able to park our truck with a grill. And you know, flip some flip some burgers and watch the baseball. Honestly, I was thinking like, what school can pull that off? And for some reason, I just thought Xavier Prep. Well, Xavier Prep's field's kind of weird. I don't know. They well, it is literally on the desert. Palm Desert couldn't. La Quinta can't. I don't. I don't know who. I feel like Xavier would be the closest. He would be right about that. Xavier is the closest. And that'd be for softball, yeah. I remember. Yeah, would be for softball. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, they got a one against two uh, football-wise with – I forgot the team's name, but that that the way they do the whole baseball thing is was, was pretty unique and awesome. But uh, yeah. going back to Oklahoma Sky Took, um, you know, last time I was looking at photos of them a while back, and I'm like, oh, they're not wearing masks. Sometimes when I post these photos, I try not to put them on the spot because some other student sections are going to call them out for not wearing a mask. But uh, the photos of Skytook was amazing with the powder and them going crazy. And then sure enough, we talked to them. I didn't know that it happened. They had a, they had a, an outbreak. Yeah. Nor did I, nor did I at all. It kind of, it caught me a little bit off guard, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it caught them off guard more than anyone else, but uh, it seems like they, they, they're getting back to normal. Their football team had to take a price and and play a whole bunch of games in such a short period of time. And hopefully they'll, they'll which is not good for a football team at all. If you think about the resting period, I mean, even with the NFL, that's awful right there with some of these teams playing on Thursday. And even with the Buffalo bills and the Tennessee Titans, them having to play their games, like it's tough. It's not pretty. 
Exactly. They had a Thursday game and then a Monday game. I'm thinking, dude, you got three yeah, days. That Chiefs-Bills game was interesting. I will say that. That Chiefs-Bills game was interesting. That was. That was. I was uh, kind of upset with Josh Allen. He's my quarterback in like two in the leagues. But, um, oh, I, well, I, Josh Allen was my early pick for fantasy. But hopefully, hopefully, you know what, my Broncos, you know, we're two and three right now. Hopefully we get this win this week. I'm hoping so. I'm praying. <laughs> uh, we'll talk a little more about that. But uh, getting back to Skytook, um, yeah, it seems like they're, they're rebounding. And it's one of those concerns I have with some student sections where, like, they're just kind of going at it hoping nothing happens. I mean, a lot, the state of Alaska, it's not like the student section game is insane in Alaska, but their season's <laughs> over. I guess there was an outbreak and the, they just shut it down. Um, but yeah, it just seems like a wake-up call. Hopefully we have enough listeners uh, listening to this and, and they see, oh, snap, this can happen anywhere. Um, but it seems like they're taking it in stride. Yeah, it really does. It really does seem like they're taking it in stride. And I feel like that's for a lot of student sections that are going through this right now. Because we are in different times, and I know that we always talk about that, and they understand that. But even with the with the second group that we had come on, the confidence that they had saying that that's the best student section they are going to have in four years, especially with a time like this, just goes to show that you got to stay positive through these tough times. Yeah, and, and, and the fact that they said that, not just during the, this this pandemic, but the, the fact that they just had to deal with with uh, the outbreak, uh, you know, right there was, uh, yeah, amazing positivity there. Um, Absolutely. Guys, that's our show. Uh, hopefully, we'll have the McCracken Staying Gang of Kentucky on next week. They uh, they were supposed to be on today, but they had a schedule change with their playoff soccer game. We'll talk to them. Maybe Ben will be back on. Who knows? We'll have to figure out what's going on with Chris. Um, but yeah, we'll have another guest on as well. And uh, go ahead and uh, follow Student Section Report on Twitter, Student Sec Rep, capital S, then T U D E N T, capital S E C T, capital R E P. Same spelling, all lower caps on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter, capital M, capital A, then L-V-A-R-E-Z-02. Instagram, it's Manny A2, M-A-N-N-Y A2. Uh, for some reason, Facebook's being stubborn. Uh, we're still SoCal student sections over there, so go and follow us there. Uh, Bannon, where can they follow you at? They can follow me on Instagram, Bannon.Clark, B-A-N-N-O-N.Clark. Um, I don't really use Twitter, but I mean, if you want to give a shot at it, Clark one but other than that, Manny, you know it's always good to be a guest co-host for you, my man. Love seeing these new student sections. They're coming out of nowhere, man. I love bragging about this type of stuff. It's good to be doing this, and it's good to be, uh, you know, actually, like, being productive and having some time and uh, obviously seeing you, my man. So it's all good. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's great seeing these student sections all over the place. You know, it's not the, the same ones that I look at, you know, uh, the ones in Orange County that I know for years. You know, um, I know two weeks ago we had, like, our second most viewers. I was thinking, what's our top five? Our most viewers we ever had, if I remember, was Turlock and Dana Hills. And then one of the ones in the top five is still you. It's episode two. There we go. That's what we like. That's what we like. We'll keep it as that. We'll keep it as that. Hopefully, yeah. Um, my goal is not. That means we have more viewers uh, in the future. No, show. true, true. That's just me being selfish, man. Come on. Yeah. That's just me being selfish. Uh, First off, you know, uh, Ben, how have you been over there, man, in Arizona? Uh, I mean, over here we have a college down the street, Chapman, and they, they're dealing with a big outbreak of, of COVID, which is concerning me because there's a bunch of kids that live around, college kids that live around this area. So um, have you been over there? Yeah, I've been, I've been good. You know, um, you know, football is actually coming closer than I thought for the Pac-12, which makes me super excited. But other than that, I've been doing really good. Um, midterms have just gone through the roof, getting ready to register for my classes next week at 6 a.m., and we got to – take care of a bunch of stuff. So, um, yeah, even though I was able to miss out last week, but you know, Dodgers world series, we're going to, hopefully we, uh, hopefully we win it. I'm praying that we can win. I have no comment. 
<laughs> I know you have no comment, Manny. I'm well aware. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I was more focused on, on fantasy football because I'm like, well, if the Dodgers are in, I guess I got to focus on football. And luckily, I started Justin Jefferson from Minnesota, and he killed it. For same me. here. Same here. He's been an instrumental part of my fantasy team. But uh, I got Tyreek Hill this week too, so that'll be interesting, especially against my Broncos. That'll be interesting. Him and Kenyon, I for, I was about to drop Kenyon Drake because I was getting frustrated, and he blew. He's it an up ASU there. guy. You cannot drop Kenyon Drake. He come on now, you can't do that to me. He had a couple bad weeks. I was saying, dude, I'm oh, completely. Of- but that's why I got Chase Edmonds. That's why I got Chase Edmonds in my league. I started him in one of my leagues. I'm thinking, you know what? He's been getting some numbers, and then you know Kenyon I'm a fantasy guy, Manny. Come on now, you know you can talk to me at all times if you need it. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've been going on all the websites, the uh, stardom sit-ums and exactly who should start. But, uh, uh, and then I had to pick up a kicker because my kicker, I think it was uh, Myers was out. So I picked I've been up on uh, the Jason Sanders train from Miami. He's the number one kicker right now. I've been on that. I've been on that boat like crazy. I, I picked up Koo. I drafted him and then he got hurt. And then, I'm oh like, yeah, oh, he did. So I picked up Koo and he went off 20 points. I'm like, all right, I'm keeping this guy. Hey, hey, hey there you go. So, uh, yeah, hopefully I get my winnings in two of my leagues and then a trophy in the other one. Uh, I'm in the Yahoo Public League, a fourth one. I don't know why I did it, but I haven't won a game in that one. But it's like, you know what? It's a public league. <laughs> but anyway, uh, glad you're doing well, man. Uh, and yeah, we'll see if you're on next week or not. I know Chris has been very busy with going back to college and work and family. So uh, I talk to it's always It's always good to be on, Manny. It always is good to be on. Yeah, I got you or Mo, Mo Orr from High School Narrative and then someone else. I got, like, backup plans galore if you can make it. Backups on backups. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, guys, that's our show. Uh, go ahead and follow Bannon and, and give us a follow as well, guys. Uh, keep following the student sections. Uh, I wish I would have got Sky Took and, and Rust, uh, the Rust. Actually, I do have their Twitter accounts. Go ahead and follow the Catbox Crazies. Catbox underscore, underscore crazies. That's it. And Red Nation is just a cap. It's a SHS Red Nation. So go ahead and give those guys a follow. They did a great job today. And uh, but yeah, guys, uh, so you saw with Skyhood, uh, the pandemic uh, has been hitting a lot of people. Uh, I had a good friend of mine with the pandemic and she's got a uh, pre-existing condition. So it's kind of scary, but she looks like she's doing really well. And then a friend of mine who has tickets to our haunted house uh, thing we're going to do on Sunday. She, she still, she's still positive. Hopefully she's negative by Sunday. You know, we have to sneak in quarantine style and get those tickets. Um, But anyway, guys, uh, be safe, and hopefully we'll talk to you guys soon, and take care. See you. Take care, guys.